Hey, praise the Lord. Good morning. This is Randall once again on my podcast. The platform that I'm speaking from is Real Talk Randall. And I speak the things of the Lord. Good morning. And I just wanted to get tell you all greetings. Like God is so good. He is so merciful. He is so kind. He is so gracious. He is forever showing his tender love towards us. I thank God for all of the prophets and all of the apostles. I thank God for the word that he left us to give us a guide and a plan for life to know that whatever situation may come our way, that he's still with us, that he sustains us, that he keeps us moving. The word of God says that he will never leave us or forsake us. And I believe that to be true. The Bible says, taste and see that the Lord is good. You have to taste and see. God said, don't just take his word for him. Let him show you with his actions. And he will show you all of the power that he had. He said, in my, in my weakness, his strength is made perfect. Glory to God. I thank him for all that he does for me and my family and people I don't even know lives. I know sometimes we go through things in life where it's like, God, why are you doing this to me? But we have to learn how to get the glory out of every situation in life. And I know it's easier said than done. I had situations where I was in the hospital for a week for heart situations. We're dealing with high blood pressure, and I'm only 25. But when I, but as I was in the hospital, I, I, I praise God in, in, in my infirmities. I felt a whole new strength when I was at those low points. And he's been sustaining, sustaining me even to this day. And I thank God for that. Another reason why I want to make this podcast is because yesterday I made a podcast called The Fear of the Lord, which is very powerful. And I hope you heard it. But I made a reference in there about my my child, my one-year-old child. And I don't want people to get because, you know, you could say something in this world and people will blow it up into something that it really isn't. I just made a reference that said, like, when my son does something in the house now, um, when my son does, I'm sorry, when my son does something in the house where, you know, he's not supposed to do that, um, I said I said something like in the context of, okay, I have to show him that you can't do that or he must, I must, basically what I meant to say was discipline him. I know when I'm doing these podcasts, I may, I try to think about every word I'm saying as I say it because I'm going off the cuff, but I may not have said the correct term I really want to say, but it's basically discipline. I don't inflict pain on my child or anything. Like he's only one year old. He's still trying to learn everything, but he also, you also, but I believe you also have to lay down the rules of the house as well when your child is that old. Because they're trying to understand things. They're starting to understand that they can do a little bit more than what they're used to doing. So you just have to apply that discipline into their lives so that they can learn, okay, if I do this, I know there's a consequences behind my actions. And if that consequence means, I mean, however you want to discipline your child as a parent, if that's a verbal discipline, that's what you do. That's in your household. If you just tap them on their hand or something like that, that's 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 your dis that's the discipline you give your child. That's in your household. I'm not telling nobody how to raise their child. But basically what I'm saying for me 
in my house. I just try to discipline my son. Like I said, not in the pain inflicting way, but in a way where I could tell him, like, no, don't do that. You're not supposed to do that. You know that's wrong. Like, probably put him in the timeout, put him in his crib for a second, get him out, let him cry his little feelings out when you tell him no. Because my son is very insensitive. When I tell him no, he cries. I mean, he just falls out. And I know you other parents probably have to go through the same thing, so you understand what I'm saying. But I just wanted to clarify that because, you know, the world will twist your, world, your words up and they be insensitive to everything that you say. So I apologize to people that heard that and think that that's just a, that's just a no-go. Because I agree, you shouldn't inflict pain on your child like that at one year old. I agree. It's, I, I wanted to say discipline. But now that I cleared that up, though, I just wanted to say, like, but I thank God for you all. You know what I mean? We're here for one another. A lot of times we go through life, and it's just, it's just me and my family. It's just me and my intermediate family. Like, I don't care about nobody else. But God put us on this earth to care for one another. Loving our neighbors like we love ourselves. He didn't say love your brothers like you love yourselves or love your sister. But he said love your neighbors, the people that you're not related to the people that you don't know, to show kindness to those people that do you wrong. That's the walk of a Christian, to continue to bless those that persecute you, that persecute you. I had a situation on the job the other day where my boss was talking to me crazy, and it, it, it was crazy enough to make you just be like, okay, I want to do something to this person. But you have to go to his spirit and say, I wrestle not against flesh and blood. When you see it, that's the thing. When you know the scriptures, it teaches you how to be when certain situations come up. The Bible said that whatsoever was written aforetime was written for our learning, that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. I had hope in that situation that I would get past the way that my boss talked to me. And it gave me the patience and I and to get through it, to get through the rest of my shift without letting her mess up my day without letting her bring me down. That's the hope of a Christian. We have to we have to lay firm to the word of God. That is our guide that's our guidebook. That's that's our guidance. That's the thing that God left on this earth to help us walk. If we didn't have that word it would be lawlessness. It would be acting on impulse. It would be It would be just, I can't even imagine how it would be. But I, I I just thank God for the word. I just thank God for life, giving me a chance to breathe. Every day I get, it's like, how can I help somebody? And I and I don't have the money to help people. You know, I, I don't have the money to be able to go buy people's groceries or help them with their rent or, you know what I mean? But... I know one way I can help them is to speak the word into their life. Because sometimes all we need is a word, a, a, a piece of motivation. The Bible says, when my heart is overwhelmed, to lead me to the rock which is higher than I. And Christ is that rock. On this solid rock I stand. My God, my God. That's all. We just need that little bit of motivation. The song say, I need you and you need me. I need you to survive. It's in its will that every need be supplied because you are important to me. I need you to survive. This is our humanity. This is our human race. We're brothers and sisters. 
we are brothers and sisters in Christ. Continue to love one another. Continue to stay together. Continue to strengthen each other up. You know, one thing when I look at different religions, I don't believe in them. You know, I'm a Christian. I follow Christ to the day that I die. But one thing I do love, I do love to see within different religions is the discipline. You know, when I see when I see Muslims, and I love my Muslim brothers and sisters, but when I see Muslims and I see the way that they get down with one another and pray together, I don't really see too much like that with Christians. I mean, they get down to the floor and prostrate prostrate themselves before God, side by side, trying to give God his due diligence. But we don't usually see Christians like that doing that. I'm not saying that it's wrong or it's right, but I'm saying it 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 shows you something. When I when I see Muslims cover their women up, I'm not saying we gotta cover our women up like the like the Muslims do, like Christians. But when I see the way that they they don't exploit themselves nowadays, you see people that you see women that say they're Christians, they're wearing mini skirts, they're going to the grocery stores wearing tights, and everything is just bouncing around. You know what I mean? Like that, I I kind of feel like that shows no fear of God. But I'm not even talking about just the women, but even with men going around and you and you probably wearing muscle shirts out in the open. I mean, that's enough to get people to, to get tempted towards you. You know, like just like women have to have modestly apparel, men also have to have it as well. But I just but I but when I see these different religions, I I mean, like I said, Muslim, like they pray together. If they don't talk about each other, like if I say I need help get some food, you know, I, I've heard Christians in the past they they, they talk about like oh, you must ain't got no money, what's wrong, what's going on? But Muslims, they come here, my brother. If you're not, if you're hungry, we gonna figure this out. Like like that's what God put me here for. You're my brother. Like you know what I mean? Jewish people they stick together. Like they try to they try to build up organizations to help their people prosper, all of that stuff, you know, like, I mean, I mean, I know I'm, I'm, I'm going to basically go off those two religions. How come Christians can't have a certain type of discipline about ourselves where we can just help one another without talking about each other? Why we can't just build each other up without trying to put each other down? Why is so much about, okay, why you got this position or that position? That's not the love of Christ. The Bible say that all members of the body of Christ work together because what's good is the eyes without the arms and what good is the arms without the legs and what good is the foot without the hands. We're all in this together. We need to learn how to love one another and show people the Jesus in the Bible because when people do stuff like go to jail, it's a reason why they be converting because they see a certain type of discipline. And that, and that's what that and and when you see discipline, that's what captivates people. That's what grabs people attention. Like, okay, what why is it that they have this certain discipline? You know, when Jesus was on earth, he showed us a great discipline. He said if you look upon a woman and lust after her, you commit adultery in your heart. He was creating a certain discipline. The Bible said if you have lasciviousness, like you could be in danger of the kingdom. That means you have if you have sexual thoughts going on in your head all the time. That that's a discipline. You have to control that. 
discipline could get you good or bad results because it takes a certain amount of effort to get those same results you're looking for. Like if I want to, if I want to keep smoking, if I want to keep up my drug habit, I got to keep up. That means I will have to keep up a certain discipline to be able to afford that lifestyle, to be able to continue to buy drugs, to continue to live a lifestyle that's not that's damaging for my temple, damaging for my body. And it's the same thing with a positive view. If I wanted to be a millionaire, if I wanted to be a business owner, if I wanted to run an organization, I have to keep a certain type of discipline to maintain this lifestyle that I'm trying to keep. Discipline is a very powerful thing. It attracts people. It makes people believe in what you're doing. It, it, it gets results, negative or positively, unfortunately. But it gets results. Just try to get them in a positive result. But Saints, I'm not trying to keep you long. It's early in the morning. I just felt like I just wanted to talk to you, share a message of love and hope. Like I said, this podcast is about trying to teach us how to walk that Christian lifestyle and how we're supposed to think, you know? And if you're not a Christian, what is it like to walk as a Christian? How you should deny yourself and not feed your belly, which is your God, in some cases. If you listen to my last podcast, you'll know more of what I'm saying. Like, stay positive. Help those that are in need. If you have the ability to help, don't just sit there and watch. You know what I mean? Help. And God will bless you. Put treasures in heaven for you. You have to believe that in order to do it, you know? And I hope I'm helping you today if you hear this podcast. I, um, And like I said earlier, I know I made a remark on my last video. Please listen to that about a child and the fear of God. But like I said, I only meant discipline for the people that's very, very, very sensitive in the world that just twist all of your words up and want to put you in the bottom of a jail for something that they don't have no idea about. But I thank you. I thank God for you. Continue to have a blessed day. Um, I, God is with you. And stay rapture ready. I will be dropping another podcast soon. And I hope your ears will be willing to listen. God bless you. Have a good day.